The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host, Brother Greg. Welcome to the show. And yes, like Mark Davis said just before the game started, the Raiders are going to kick their ass. I freaking love it. Welcome to show 447, San Diego Super. I love it. From the entire Channel 4 News team, I'm Veronica Corningstone. And I'm Ron Burgundy. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. All right, Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have the post game for the chargeless, nutless, boltless Chargers. Who gave it up, man. They gave it on up in their own stadium to the Raiders. What an epic contest. Saw lots of friends there. That was cool. Yes, and we must do a pregame for the J-E-T-S. The Jets are coming to town without Ryan, anybody named Ryan. (laughs) But Todd Bowles got this team rocking. They're going to bring coming to our house trying to bring the heat. Well, I got news for them, partner. That and the bone line should round it up. Got a great, great bunch of callers coming in. As you know, my favorite part of the show. So, without further ado, let's work on this post game because I freaking love it. All right, it's the post game. San Diego Supercharges. Give me some of that. Now three by one formation, three left, they throw to the three side, double screen to Cooper, a block from 10, 40, 30, 20, 15, cuts inside, 10, 5, touchdown! Raiders! 52 yards for Amari Cooper! Give me some of that, give me some of that, give me some of that. I can't stand the bolts. And we went to their house and kicked their ass. In all the all the football that's been snapped this year, that may have been the best play. Design, execution on all levels. The blocking. You see the Rivera, Seth Roberts, Penn, Hudson, Barry, Jaleel, I mean, that, that was like... Football nirvana, from yeah. it, wasn't it? Yeah. It was so well to, to designed, see, to crafted, see our linemen, it was awesome. how fast they got downfield. Well, and after that, you know, San Diego thought, we ain't beat yeah. them today. Well, plus, yeah. wasn't the cherry on the Sunday, the ankle breaker at the uh, end? He's, just, just, uh, he's like, so capable. Uh, it was the blocking. Uh, Rodney Hudson low buried that safety. <laughs> just drove him right into the ground. He, the safety was probably happy. He didn't want to chase him. <laughs> just come, up, here, come run me over. Let me, yeah. So it doesn't look as bad on film or what? Yeah, when, Cooper, a, when Cooper jumped up. inside oh. and made that move, this, uh, there was two other guys who went sliding by. You see him went sliding trying to cut. I was like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. He looked Pick- like Steph Curry in the open. He really yeah, did. Yeah. You guys. <laughs> you know, Heading into this game, I knew this team could win. I know we could win. You knew we could win if the team came out and played the way, well, they did. 
The coolest thing about it was we were six-point dogs in their house. And, I mean, all the prognosticating prognosticators were having the Raiders lose to the Chargers because of their epic offense. And Rivers' tremendous arm. Well, that didn't go down quite the way they thought now, did it? I got so worn out, John. When, when Michael Crabtree scored his, I didn't even give it a touchdown, Raiders. <laughs> I had to give it. They score again! They got 37 and it's I noticed that. quarter. I noticed that. I was like, hey, he's got no more left. All he of shot, a sudden, he we're all loving your bullets. All of a sudden, we're loving that bubble screen. Oh, Remember oh that play gosh. that tormented us in London yes. over and over and over? Boy, Amari can. Man, that uh, move he, is, he made—that was an ankle breaker. He, well, how about the? How about well, that was? He was already gone when he hit the twenty. When Rodney Hudson buried Jaleel yeah. Adai, the blocking on that play, the schematics of the play—it was just brilliant. I'll tell you what, I think uh, not having Antonio Gates, oh, yeah. that extra weapon yeah, there, really, and the guy with the long them. beard that plays yeah. free safety. Yeah, yeah. he's Weddle. got a good Weddle's that pretty is, good that. too. What stands out to me is coming off of a bye, you never know what you're going to get from a team. Sometimes it can be a half before they kind of get the juices flowing again. And Jack had them dialed. And from the first play, these guys were on. They were explosive. They had energy. It was awesome. It was awesome to see. It, they were the most physically dominant team that I've seen in a Raider uniform since Denver, I think I 2010. Played. Yeah. 2010. For about, what was it, 35, 40 minutes of the game, the Raiders were humming, weren't they? Absolutely. Just a yeah, the fire. Best in years. That is the best the Raiders have played in five years. I, I would agree. Absolutely. Without question. From the very start of the game with Rivers throwing an interception, a tipped interception to Malcolm Smith who runs it back to almost a touchdown, to the one-yard line, five-yard line. That was the rhythm of the entire game. It was a beatdown in Bolt Town. Faux show. Of course, the Raider Nation showed up huge. You could see <laughs> they kept panning into the stands going, where are the San Diego fans? You know, they never show up for this game, and the ones that do show up for this game are severely pissed. They're always pissed off because their own fan base is so lame. I'll say it now. I'll say it again. I'll say it forever. Been saying it forever. The San Diego fan is the weakest fan in the NFL and probably all of sports, I'd have to say. That being said, their team has, has been pretty harsh on the Raiders here of late. And, you know, they used to beat the crap out of us. You know, they had a 13-game winning streak, which we broke recently. But with this new coaching staff and new team and players, the Raiders went down to San Diego and said, Hello, wake up. The Raiders are back. Not only did Mark Davis predict an ass-whooping, and he did, because with Greg Papa on the radio, he, they went to, to Mark for a comment uh, and Mark said, uh, we're going to kick their ass. Now, from his dad, it would have been just win, baby, or <laughs> what, something like that. But I like the new Mark Davis uh, mantra right there because once he said it, the team backed his ass up, and that was special. Charles Woodson ends up being the AFC Defensive Player of the Month 
at 39 years old, showing all these young guys what it takes to be a real pro. No doubt about it, Seawood, well deserved. I mean, it's a great deal, you know, because uh, you know I love what I do, I love my job, and you know it just says that there's a reason why I'm still here, you know, because I'm able to go out there and, and play, uh, do my job and do it well. Do you consider yourself you know, a mentor and an example for the other players? 37 to six last week, and you sell out on a, on a pass defense at the one yard line. Do, you, do the other players sit up and take notice of, of what you're doing at age 39? Uh, I mean, you hope so, um, and, and, I, and I guess, yeah, I'm out there always um, trying to be an example to whoever's watching. You know, the, the game is anytime you step between the white lines, you know, it's game on, you know, no matter what the score is, if you're up or down. So, yeah, any, t- any chance, you know, that you're out there on the field, it's about setting an example. Our Raiders recorded 19 first downs and 412 yards of total offense. Carr was 24 for 31 for 289 and three touchdowns, no interceptions. What a great day for Derek at a quarterback rating of 137.7. Not that that makes any difference. Derek was just on point. Uh, running that complicated offense, and he did it so expertly, seeing everything. I think he made like maybe three or four bad throws. Otherwise, he was really good. Amari Cooper, Crabtree, the entire team, all three phases of this game were played like they were a machine. What an amazing, an amazing game. Cooper, 133, 133 yards? You kidding? Crab, 63 yards and a touchdown. Clive Walford, the guy I said needed to be involved in this game, came in big time and will continue to contribute to this team because the tight end position is a new toy for Derek. What about Clyde, Clyde Wolford? You saw these young guys. What, what do you think about Cleo Mack, Clyde Wolford? You saw Carr. I think those young guys, Amari Cooper, was it kind of refreshing to see so many young guys, Gabe Jackson, offensive yeah. line, play as well? But it did. was To me, it was the coaching. And Bill makes the point about the bye weeks. The best coaches in pro football, look at their one-loss record after bye. Shanahan, he never lost. No. You give Belichick two Duh. weeks to beat you, you're Can't not going to get a first no. down. True. And the Raiders had lost 11 of 12 years off the yep. bye. So I loved the way they wanted to attack the Chargers. They executed the game plan. The game plan was solid. They executed it. But more than that... Whenever you have a new coaching staff, it takes them a while to learn their players. And we know them because we've been around them so long. Yep. But now they really have a handle on how to use Taiwan Jones. Yeah. Finally, let's give him a menu of plays. How to use Khalil Mack. What have I been saying? Walk him around. Move him around. Well, they lined they him up in the exactly A&B. exactly yeah. what you said. Put him on Alden side. They put but him it on took Alden him a while side. to figure out who they had. But they even put him in the middle. He yeah. was like, yeah, they walked him around. And Rivers no about crapped his pants <laughs> no when he saw 52 lined up over the, the B gap. He's like, what's he doing there? You know, it was no almost like Clay Matthews. Well, I know Frank would try. I'd like to see him kind of walk around like Clay Matthews, yes. where he just 
He'll, he'll line up like a linebacker, yeah. and he won't get well, down. How, how does that screw points. up the uh, protection when he's walking around? It, it really screws people up because guys are trying to point out who's the Mac, and then they just got to say, that's the spinner. <laughs> he's a spinner, so it's like if he walks up, and then you think that you're going to have a hard call and squeeze down his offensive line, and all of a sudden before he's the snap of the ball, he backs up and hits another hole, you turn that whole offensive line oh, crazy. You hear him say Ringo or Lester, that's telling the line, okay, right or left. Right or left. Yeah. Now lucky, he lucky, jumps lucky. up. Yeah, if he jumps in somewhere else. It can be a nightmare. You yeah. saw it. The Raiders' defense crushed the bolts. There was nowhere for the ball to go. I must say, number 25 is showing some glimpses of greatness. Just glimpses now. But Hayden is starting to play like he should be for the draft pick he was. And then over on the defensive side, John, I think they just said... You know, we're not as good playing zone coverage yeah. as we are playing man. And when you see the Raiders break down defensively in their coverage, they're, they're, they're just not, they're, they're pointing fingers at each other. And they went back to the zone, I thought, too much in the fourth quarter. And they had some breakdowns. But early in the game, I think they just said, lock it. We're not going to pass it off. Uh, we're not playing zone. We're not wondering which patch of grass I have to cover. Just cover him. You've got him. Go get him. If he comes to your side, you got him. And I think D.J. Hayden played well. David Amerson has gotten much better. Yeah, he's playing I well. think a lot of it, John, is Amerson is a much better man corner than he is zone. He just is. With his long body, he's just better. And I think for the first three quarters, two and a half quarters of the game, they played predominantly man coverage. They locked him up. It was a great combination of the pass rush with the coverage. By the way, did you notice where Khalil Mack was a couple of times on Sunday? <laughs> I did. I love it. He was like Clay Matthews. He was walking right around. What, what time? He's walking around, yeah. and Philip Rivers is like, <laughs> wait a moment. I've never seen him walk around unless somebody did. blocked 52. They moved and then they up. got him isolated yeah. on the big lumbering Orlando Franklin. Hey, I loved Orlando Franklin. He's not been as good as, as he thought he was going to be. And Mack just rushed right over the guard. And there was also a couple of times, that being one, where they put Khalil Mack on the same yep. side as Alden Smith. Saw that too, yep. Yeah. So, I mean, as they just get deeper into the year, they know their personnel better. They're executing the plan. Uh, but that's what you should do off a of bye week. They were refreshed and ready, prepared, and they annihilated them. Hayden had 10 tackles, a pick, and a pass defended. Uh, Malcolm Smith had 11 tackles, two passes defended, and a sack and an interception. Our special teams played very well. Jano played well. Marquette King played well. The coaching staff deserves kudos for this game. They prepared this team very well for this contest. What I liked about it was they came off the bye. The Raiders had lost 11 of the last 12 years off the bye. I mean, when you give a good coaching staff uh, a plan for two weeks, you should come out and really have an idea how to beat this team. And I thought the coaching staff's plan could not have been more sound on how to beat San Diego. They knew exactly the plan. They gave the players all a role in the plan. I think it's taken this coaching staff, you know, till three, four weeks into the season, training camp, and in the regular season to figure out exactly who they have and how to use their personnel and I think, and they're making changes with the way they run it, uh, in particular on defense. But I just love the way the coaching staff came up with a plan. If I was to look at how to beat the Chargers, I would have it, you know, thumbnail points just the way they did it. And they executed it perfectly. 
they've made a lot of changes in a lot of areas. I thought they let Derek Carr run the game at the line a lot the way Phillip Rivers does, a lot of, does, a lot of gun runs, a lot of two-by-two two formations, uh, a little bit under center. There was a real menu of plays for Taiwan Jones. John, how long have I been screaming about Taiwan Jones? 24 plays yesterday. He had a great, uh, you know, to isolate their slow middle inside linebackers, even with Manti Teo out, who's a slug. They were able to go at Donald Butler and isolate him. Uh, The tempo they used to go into the no huddle, I think getting off to the quick start just uh, enabled them to do everything they wanted to do. I think Jack has gotten involved in the two of them. Jack, uh, you know, with him getting involved with Ken Norton Jr., I think the combination of those two, he's got his hands on that defense. You can tell. I can agree agree with you. Because I really do believe if we just kind of, if he let it go, it would be cover one, cover cover three. Cover one, cover three. And Jack put his stamp on it. And now, collectively, they've got it down. Now they're playing in. more cover one than three, where I they're like playing that. the single high, but they're playing press man. Exactly. A lot of it is Amerson. He's a, it's obvious he's so big and long like Namdi. He's a better man player than he is his own player. And that's why, and that's why you commend those the, the coaching. You, you got to you you know your you guys. Gotta, it takes a while to learn them. Yeah, it does. You, Mark Robb. I mean, I I I seen the way this guy prepared playing with him with Tennessee Titans. Mark Robin, Blaine Bishop, you weren't going to be better prepared than those guys. You're talking about Marcus Robinson. Marcus Robinson, the safety co- yeah. DB coach. He yeah. is a phenomenal coach, student of the game. If you ever have a chance to sit down. He's a tough guy, too. This, yeah, he's a tough guy. He challenges guys. He show, you, Woody, you know, Wood's more of a guy who's already did it. He's a Hall of Fame. It came to him easy. Mark Robb goes out and really, really intentional in the details, teaching certain techniques. And it was great because we saw a team, we knew that two cornerbacks were going to get picked on. We knew that Flowers from the Chargers was a hung, was, was a liability. Mm-hmm. And on our team, it's Hayden that everyone says a liability. Philip Rivers went at him. He was 58%. I mean, he stood up, had 10 tackles. He played well, Pick, intercepted the ball. Fumble. It was really big because you knew. And what happened with San Diego's Flowers? He didn't answer the bell. We beat out, went after him. Tore him up, so it just it was. Rod's good been really good for Hayden. He oh, has, yeah. and I mean, what you yeah. can what you can get off of putting a game like that together, a couple decent games. All of a sudden, you get your bravado back, yep. and all of a sudden, you're out there on an island. And you're like, okay, I don't give a crap. I can cover this dude. Yep. Okay, that confidence comes to where I'm just going to trust the technique that I've been taught to play, and when that starts working, I mean, it's powerful. I love the play calling on both sides of the ball all the way up to the third quarter where I really still think, and I have for the whole season, that we sit on a lead. I don't get it. I don't get why we sit on a freaking lead. We need to put our foot in their neck and push down until they're done. We cannot let teams back in the game in the fourth quarter or we will lose games. This team needs to get that together. The staff needs to get it together. This was a great game for three quarters. Actually, almost three quarters. And then, I don't know what happened. Everybody took a break. Everybody went to Disneyland, something. This team has got to play for four freaking quarters. We're not good enough to do anything but. Until we start bringing home some Super Bowls and uh, scaring everybody to death out there, uh, we need to to be on people and make them afraid. Make them know that they cannot come back in the fourth quarter. 
It's the only thing I didn't like about this game is it just got so soft. And I was afraid. I'm like, are you kidding me? You're going to let this game go? Lesson learned, I hope, for the rest of the season that this Raider team pulls four complete quarters out of a game and leaves it all in the field. I think they have it. I think they could do it. Let's just see it. Fourth quarter got a little... They were sloppy. They were blowing coverages. But I think it was just basically too much zone coverage in the fourth quarter. I'm not going to blame the very last drive right up against the two-minute warning because you want to spend as much clock as possible. And San Diego didn't score until six seconds to go in the game, so it was over. That, that's what you want to do in a prevent defense. It's hard as a player to, you know, to keep going hard when you're up that much. And as a coaching staff, you want to back off sure, a little sure. bit, work the clock more, slow the game down, give them less reps to beat you. Great game, great effort. A's all the way around, man. I think this game was played very, very well on all sides of the ball, including coaching. One of the best complete games I think we've seen. And a, sure, a beatdown of a division rival. You just got to love that. And that is all I have to say about that. The Green Weenie Jets are coming to Oakland. Yeah, we're going to hear that Jets, Jets, Jets. I think maybe once, I hope. Let's see what we got to say about this home game here. It's a big one. The New York Jets fly into Oakland with a record of 4-2, and two, which is where the Raiders could possibly be as well. The Jets and the Raiders match up pretty well. No matter, the Chargers were favored by 6 doesn't matter to me what they're favored by because Chris Ivory, their running back, uh, pretty good running back, <laughs> may I say, is out for the game. Fitzpatrick, playing on three different, different teams, has beat us three times with three separate organizations. He's 30th-ranked quarterback in the league, and he throws just enough to get them first downs. The guy can be magic, and he's burn us Every single time with three different teams. I think the Jags, the Texans, come on, man. Fitzpatrick needs to go down and go down hard, as Al Davis would like to say. We must get to him, and we can if our defense plays like it can. I like this matchup. I think the Raiders can beat the Jets at home. Not easily. It'll be a tough contest, but their center's out, Nick Mangold. He's injured as well, so they're beat up, and they're coming off a game against the Patriots, which they played very well. They almost won. They left it all on the field last week, along with their hearts, and now they're flying to the West Coast for a game. This is all advantageous to the Raiders. I believe the Jets are beaten, battered, and bruised already from their last contest. And they're flying out here, and they know they have to get a victory. This is a necessary win for both these teams. The Jets see their way a possibility to being a wild card in the playoffs, and so do the Raiders. Last year, both teams were abysmal. A total of four wins for the Jets and a total of three wins for the lowly Raiders. Well, the worm has turned for both these teams. They're playing very well. The Jets have a number two defense in the NFL. 
They're going to show that as well. Carr needs to get some protection. I think once we uh, we get that ball out a few times, we got to use the tight ends. In my opinion, we have to pass the ball like mofos in this game. All right, so you mentioned uh, the Jets and the Patriots, and obviously the Jets are coming in. The next two weeks are the wild card leaders, and the Raiders are 3-3. Three and three. So last week, Belichick came up with a plan Five runs for the running backs. Tom Brady was their leading rusher, and they threw it 54 times against the Jets because they know what that front and Sheldon Richardson's back now. you got Revis on that back end, Cromartie on that back end. How do the Raiders handle this? Do they do the same thing? Are they just throwing it? Are they going up and down the field? And Is, is it going to be Revis on Cooper and Cromartie on Crabtree? What's 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 this dynamic going to look like now? And Buster Screens on it. You know, guys, I think, it's gonna, I think it's going to look a lot like the Denver game where they don't want to be in a third and 10 situation. So I think they're going to probably can't run. They're going right? to try to no, pass, they're gonna run it. They're going to try to run the football. That's and, Jack. And they'll take, that's, that's they'll take coaches. Hey, they'll take two yards a carry and they'll be third and six. And they're all right with that. They just don't want to be third and 10. Yeah. When you, when you look at this team, you got to have, and the thing about it is those quick passes because Camardi, he's long. Camardi is not going to be able to guard Crabtree. Camardi no. is a guy who runs straight ahead. Now, if you're going to, if you want to get him in a sprint race, no, he can run with anybody. But if you're having, if you have Crabtree getting in and out of breaks, Camardi's just too long. He's six three. He's too long. He doesn't have the feet to do yeah. it. He's a straight ahead lockdown corner. So I look at that. Crabtree should have a big game, and like you're saying, Bill, with the tight end and get the ball out of Carr. Carr doesn't have to necessarily run the ball. Don't be stubborn, but do the quick slants. Do things where the rub routes because you know Revis going to play off. He's going to let you do all that stuff. They're going to let you catch ball in front of them. You just got to be able to put your head down like Bill saying and grab that three, four yards at a time. And just as long as you can do that and keep it in third and short, you'll be okay. The, the issue is going to be dealing with their overload pressure. And it, not just running it, but Todd, this young coach. He's good. He's good. got in uh, New York is just... Oh, I mean, he's, he's the direct opposite of Rex Ryan as far as how he... Uh, Todd Bowles, how he carries himself. But the way he coaches football is as aggressive. He's going to give you the overloads, and they still think Derek's a young guy. So I think it's up to the line. To, you mentioned running the ball, but this head coach is not going to get away from the running game. He's a defensive guy. Musgrave would like to get you know going more, and they, he's going to back off and you know try to try to play it the way you need to play, balance. But to me, Bill, you got it. You got to make sure you're blocking this front here. These guys are. That's, it's that's a great three-four front. That's been the key to our wins this year. Has been our offensive line, and it's been the the keys to our losses. Our offensive right. line because uh, Carr did not have the time to throw in our losses. So. That, that that this is the biggest game of the year for our offensive line, and can they handle it? So I'm curious to see how Tice gets them ready mentally to where. How do they take on this challenge? I know what it was like for me when I had to get ready for, uh, you know, a Tony Gonzalez. That's what it's like for this offensive line this week. They're getting. They have to get ready to play the best game they've ever played. Yeah, that defensive line, Muhammad Wilkerson, Sheldon sure. Richardson's back. Be, and, how about the rookie? Yeah, the rookie. Yeah, yeah Leonard Williams. Yeah, Leonard Williams. Right after Amari. Yeah. yeah. But you can't tell me that this offensive staff is saying, this week we have to get the ball out of your hand. And Carr, believe it or not, I think you can throw Andrew Luck in there. You can look at all Russell Wilson. You can look at all these young quarterbacks. I'm not talking about Brady and Manning, all those cats, you know, Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers. But out of the young group of kids, he sees 
blitzes better than than guy over in that everyone's talking about in Indy, he sees it better than Luck. I'm not saying he has a better arm. I'm not saying he can't throw the ball better than those guys. But I'm telling you right now, far as pressure, when you blitz him, he's pretty good of getting that ball out of his hand. That's one thing about what makes Brady unbelievable. You blitz Brady, he will torch you. He will eat you up because he knows where the pressure is coming from, and he's not going to panic. He just does that little drift over to the side, and he knows that ball's going to be out of his hand. Carr is not no by no means of his imagination is he Brady. But this young guy will get rid of the ball, and I don't think he would sack more than twice because he gets rid of the ball. Yeah. All right, so, so many good matchups in this game, but Darrell Revis against Amari Cooper is as good as it gets because Amari, everything we talked about, the complete skill set as a wide receiver, and I honestly, I, I honestly think Darrell Revis may be the best cornerback he is today. He's different than Sherman, but he can do everything. He may be the best ever. Because he can cover any kind of route. He can play off. He can play on. He can play press man. He can do whatever you need to do. So just talk about that matchup and what Amari's looking at. Because uh, he's going to be on Revis Island all day on Sunday. No, he is. And, uh, yeah, Revis has got, he's got eyes behind his head. That's the way he's able to, he's able to play zone. And he just knows he's got an awareness about him that is second to none. You know, we haven't seen Would someone you say, special. What I said is that a way uh, exaggeration. Would you say he's arguably the best? I mean, Dion could cover, but he didn't tackle like this guy. Is he the most complete corner since yeah, you guys d- have been playing? Absolutely. There's there's nobody that could He's lock than Sherman some, that could lock some you know because usually corners you have a lot of guys that can lock up and play man to man but then maybe they're not quite as good yeah. as zone like Champ Bailey right. Champ Bailey yeah. was good zone yeah but he wasn't as It'd good as up and bail on yeah he yeah. wasn't as good as a just man to man corner but he he had eyes behind you know that's where Revis Revis plays zone a lot like Champ Bailey did. He, He's gluing. Amazing, yeah. you know, at playing zone deep, but locking down on a guy, he wasn't and, and, as and good. crossing routes. The thing that I look too low is can you cover a cr- crossing routes? These so big, the long, Namdi could not cover a crossing route. Yeah. Antonio Cromart, I'd run crossing routes on Sherman. Right. Like you said, open up his hips. But Revis is built lower to the ground with his quick feet. There's not a route he can't cover. No question. Deion Sanders was way more athletic. Yeah. Deion could recover, just do whatever. This guy, when you watch Revis cover, Revis trusts his technique. He understands one, two, the ball's in the air, and he's already turning around. He understands, okay, I know where my pressure is. Okay, I'm not going to be inside because I know the safety. I know my robber's coming down. and safety's driving there. All I'm going to do is I'm taking away that outside, and he's going to be forced to go outside. He sets it up because he's such a student of the game. You look at him. He never panics. He's always patient. Exactly what you're saying. Looks about like him. he's standing yes. still. He's yeah. like, oh, look but at he's on you. He's, no, just, the, he's the game, so much fun to watch. The it game, is. He is. The he game is. is moving in slow motion yep. for him. It is. It yeah. is. Cooper, Cooper's got to trust his technique. He's, he understands who yeah. he's going against. And also scheme it a little bit. Yeah. J- Jason Verrett is a really good player. But that bubble screen, they they bumped him off. He was the outside guy. They brought him underneath the two inside. Verrett was was out of the play because he got trapped inside or outside. Will this be a game where it's like the Cleveland game? Remember where they went to Amari early on Joe Hayden? 
and they tested it. And I remember you saying over and over on the broadcast, they're just going right at, yeah, right at one it. of the best corners in the league. But he's not. He's not Darrell. No, he's not Darrell. He's not even a top ten. But you know what? That's the thing. Hayden can play only press man. He can't play. Now he's thinking, I got to back up on it, but he can't. He's got to get on you and grab you. Revis can play anyway. Uh, Now the Raiders staff will be doing this young man a disservice if they don't move him around. You have to, when you're going against, you can't say, okay, I'm going to be stubborn and I'm going to line up now and go out there and now line up and Revis. No, you better move Cooper around a little bit this week. You got to move him around because you don't want Revis to say, okay, you're mine. Move him. Well, you know what? Maybe it's more of a Crabtree game. You know? We have to pass and pass often and pass well. Carr has got to be on his game. The short ball has got to be the name of the game for this. We'll try to run. But we have definitely got to pass the ball, keeping the turnovers to a bare freaking minimum. Now, we're going to try to run. I think we should try to run. But I believe this game is going to be won in the passing game for the Oakland Raiders. I think if our receivers could hold on to the football, we can get the ball to some different people, like Clive Wolford, for crying out loud. I think if we can run those inside routes and the slants, the short slants, Get the ball out fast, tire this defense out, and keep putting frickin' points on the board when we can. We have to play great football again at home against a very good Jets team. These guys know that they're good, and they're coming in thinking that they're good. Another thing that the Jets do, and they've done it every time, and it kind of pisses me off, they go right in, they start taunting the black hole. They like to go up there in little groups and, you know, you know, give him the stink eye and that stuff. I love it. Throw some beer on those guys. You guys up in the front row, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Just like you do. Anyway, the Jets are coming to town. We need to beat their ass. I think we can do it. Matter of fact, I know we can do it, especially in the condition that they're in right now. They're hurt. They're beat up. They're tired. They're having to fly all the way out here. We can beat them. We could beat them at home. No doubt in my mind, the Raiders can beat the Jets in the black hole. I don't give a crap about the five and a half points. That's what I'm saying. These teams are so evenly matched. They're so evenly matched, but they're beat. They're beat up. They're beat up way more than we are. And I know the traveling and all that I think is going to make the difference. Plus the fact we're at home. I think this is a game the Raiders should win, and it's going to bring them up to 4-3, and three, a winning record, and I can't wait to see it. So let's get it done, Raiders. That's what I'm saying. Bad the bone. No, right. It's time for the Bone Line, 1-800-620-7181, 1-800-620-7181. Get on the Bone Line and lay down your bones. Because the Raiders are starting to win. They're starting to kick some ass. It's an exciting time to be a Raider fan. I want to remind you all that we are on Facebook as well as www.raidernationpodcast.com. Check out our site. It is totally everything you need that is Raiders. Thanks to Randy and his hard work. Fall show. All this stuff is for the Raider Nation. All right. Who is the first caller? Of the show. And our first caller appropriately from the game, my good brother from East Los Angeles, 
Check him out, man. You know, I saw him on TVG. I saw you, bro. You were there in the black hole. What's up? Raider Gray, Raider Randy. I'm here at Crawford Stadium. It's the third quarter with I-42 with a 37 to 6 pounding on the San Diego Chargers. As you can hear, the fans are going fucking crazy, Raider Greg. Man, I wish you were here, bro. But hey, Raider Nation, we're kicking their fucking dope ass right now. So hey, anybody turn on the turn on the TV, watch this game. This is a fucking demoralizing. Wait a minute, there goes the first. There goes 10, 20, 30, up to the 40 yard line. Hey, Raider Nation, we're kicking ass. This is our fucking house. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, I'm going to join the rest of the game. Raider Nation, I'm out. You know, it's funny he says, you know, we're kicking their ass. The funniest thing is their own team guys in their locker room in San Diego were saying the same thing. The Raiders came in here and kicked our ass. You can't you can't have it any better than that when their team says the same thing. Great call, bro. Nice seeing you, man. And my next caller, a very more uplifted <laughs> Pennsylvania. Raider. What's up, bro? Nation, nation, nation. Lord have mercy. What is going on in San Diego today? It's the third quarter. It's 37 to 6. Whew. Nation laying down the smack today. It's crazy. I, I mean, I've, I haven't seen, I haven't seen a beating like this since uh, we beat Denver 59-14. to 14. I think a sleeping giant has been awoken in Oakland, ladies and gentlemen. I think this might be the turnaround. Looks like we're going 3-3. Three and three. I, I think this might be the turnaround. I think we're going to be making some noise now. Just got to keep it consistent. Go Raiders. I must agree with the total positive vibe there in Oakland. I think the uh, team is showing some real brilliance on the coaching staff side and the playing side, nice combination. I'm liking what we have on the field for sure. And next from North Carolina, my good brother Reda Rubin is in the house. Reda Greg, Reda Randy, Raider Nation. What's up? This is Rubin from North Carolina calling in. Um, we won. We got a good win off the bye week. Um, it was sloppy though. It seemed like uh, Donald Penn had a little some brain farts, and uh, and the rest were looking for any excuse to help the Chargers out. You would think it was the Patriots were on the field, but um, I'll take this win, as sloppy as it was, and you know how we let them come back. Still, I, I just uh, it kills me that we have such a big lead and we switch to this. Vanilla offense and defense. Man, I mean, we got the potential to put the pedal to the floor and just keep it there and keep the accelerator stuck. But for some reason or another, uh, you know, as you saw, Jack Del Rio finds a way to let let teams come back and let them back inside the game. So, um, but I'll take this win. I'm happy with it. We beat up on Phillip Rivers and, uh, and that's 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 a plus for me. Anytime we beat Philip Rivers and uh, Peyton Manning and 
the golden boy of the NFL, um, Tom Brady, is a good day for me whenever we beat them. So um, I'll take the win. And uh, onto the Jets. Uh, the Jets are going to be pissed off after coming off that loss from against the Wingman. So it's going to be a tough one next week. So we'll see what happens. But, hey, we're 3-3. Three and three. I-, I like it. Car looked good. Um, the running game looked good. The receiving game looked good. Just got to keep that accelerator open and, you know, show – the rest of the country on these and all these talking heads on the TV that, uh, you know, we are a team that's on the rise and we are coming for what is rightfully ours as a, as a Raider nation. That's Vince Lombardi trophy. So on to the next one. I got to agree with you, bro. Donald Penn was childish, unprofessional. Doesn't matter what our, our lead was. He doesn't have the, you know, we don't have the possibility of having that come back and, bite us in the ass because it cost us a touchdown that was some bullshit and i gotta agree with you there and the other thing is musgraves mushmallow freaking offense in the third quarter and the fourth quarter I, i i'm tired of it and it's not just me seeing it and next from the 937 the eternal raider joey is up in the house what's up brother What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Nation? This is the eternal Raider, Joey, from the 937. That's Dayton, Ohio. Uh, Gotta say, man, just got done watching the game. And uh, for me, it was a tale of two halves, definitely. Uh, We looked good. We looked damn good first half. Uh, Cooper, Murray, Carr, they were all executing even got the rookie Walford in there. But, uh, you know, excited that we came away with this W down in San Diego. But, uh, man, honestly, there's a lot of things in the second half that I, I didn't care too much for. Um, to me, all all we've been hearing about is, uh, you know, we're a young team. We're a young team. That's all we hear about. But uh, to me, in order to teach this team how to win, uh, we, uh, we, we let off the throttle. We let off the throttle way too much. We had our, we had our foot on their throats and we let up to me, teaching this young team how to win, go in for the kill, go in for the kill. But we did not do that. I mean, they scored three touchdowns in that fourth quarter. I mean, yeah, I get it. You know, run the clock out, let that time expire. But, uh, you know, to me, they let up, and they let up too soon. And I wanted to see them put a 50 spot up on these bums. But uh, overall, excited, though. Like I said, got the W, 3-3. Three and three. We ain't out of it by a long shot. We got the Jets coming cross country. And uh, honestly, you look at the Jets' schedule before this week, they haven't really played anybody. Their record doesn't indicate how good that team is. I expect another performance just like today's next week. But uh three and three. Offense looked damn good. Defense is looking even better. Going back to week one, how they looked against Cincinnati. Man, they have made made strides for sure. For damn sure. Again, another Raider fan 
feeling the same thing about not putting these people away in the fourth quarter. Totally should just snap their neck, like I said. Thanks, thanks for the call, bro. Our next caller is Rudy the Vet. <laughs> What's up, Rudy? Greater Greg, what's going on? Raider Randy, what's happening? This is Rudy the Vet, the East Coast Raider, right out of Delaware. Just calling after the Chargers game. Beautiful game. Finally played on all three aspects. Offense was hitting. Defense was hitting. Special teams. What a game. What a game. What can I say? Derek Carr, big-time throws all day. And I got to disagree with you, Raider Greg. I know you don't like Murray. I mean, the kid does run far, but he doesn't go backwards. And when he gets going, he gets going. I mean, he's a big boy, so yeah, they catch him on ones that a smaller guy might get away. But man, man, he's big, man. Big game, big defense coming along. Norton getting better every week. Jack had them boys amped up. Big drive out of the second. Oh, my God, Raider Greg. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I could be wrong on Murray. He still runs tall. He's running well, though, so what can I say? The proof is in the pudding. I love this win as well. We're starting to look like a damn team. I'm loving it. The laughing stock of the NFL, I believe, is over. That belongs to, well, the Chargers. <laughs> I love it. And our next caller, the Radar Junkie. He was the first caller in. He was at the game. I saw him on TV, bro. It looked good. What's up? Raider Gray, Raider Randy, the Junkie here. It was fucking epic. I wish Raider Gray could have made it down this year. I know you couldn't do it because of work and shit. Miss you and Randy down here and your wife. But Fuck it, it was epic. Pre-party last night was fucking great. Raider Nation showed up big time. We fucking blacked it out. We took over that house and kicked their fucking ass. It was great. It was epic. I can't, I, you know, I can't even describe it. I'm still on a fucking high if you can get, get that. We were partying even after, tailgating after the game, man. All San Diego fans were fucking gone by late in the third early fourth quarter, they were gone, baby. But, hey, Raider, we did a great job both on both sides of the ball. Man, you know what? It could have been a lot worse. The score does not indicate exactly how it was because it was a total fucking thrashing. I wish we would put the fucking metal to the pedal, the foot to the fucking throw because I think we could have got some more points. I think defense got a little lazy towards the end of the game because I knew they knew it was wrapped up, you know, and they knew San Diego was going to just hurry up trying to make the score look respectable. Fuck them. We still stopped them. We fucked them up in their own house. So I'm glad the Raider Nation came out in full force and we took over the whole fucking stadium, baby. I'm still fucking jazzed, man. With Gorilla Rilla there. Oh, man, we were partying the night before. I'm telling you guys, hey, you know what? I'm going to ride this all fucking week, all right? So, Raider Nation, until next week, hopefully we beat the 
fucking chats, man. So, hey, I won't be in that game. I'll be at the Viking games. But all of you going, scream your fucking ass off and try to make it two victories in a row. Well, there you have it, man. This guy is great party, partier, friend, um, good dude, and solid Raider fan, man. He travels like a lot of us do. And uh, San Diego is a must-see game no matter what. Uh, that must have been epic. I know that parking lot. I know that stadium. And I know there's no powder blue when we're beating them down. <laughs> it's great. We just take over. Great call, man. I know you had a blast. And so true. We'll see you at the next game. The Vikings, maybe, eh? And our next caller, my very good brother from Bakersfield, Raider Jaime, is in the house. What's going on, man? What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation? How about them Raiders? Man, you know what? I... You know what, I, I haven't felt this good in a long time, Raider Greg. But anyways, man, you got to love it. 14 penalties for 136 yards, and we still come out with the win. Fuck, really? But anyways, man, um, I know there's still a lot of work left, but you know what, this team is sure looking great, man. Man, I love it. I know they had their fucking injuries and stuff. You know, so have we, but you know what? We weren't fucking talking about it as much as they were this time last year when we had all those injuries and almost whooped their asses. So, but anyways, you know what? I love it, man. I love it where this, where this is going. And um, everybody stay true, stay strong, stay positive. I'm out. You just got to love it when we put the hurt on a division rival that has been the bane of our existence for too long. Crimea Rivers is on the way out. That was his last draw. We'll see him at the end of the season, too. I can't wait for that game. And as far as the penalties go, you know, everybody's getting epic penalties. Look at everybody in the league is getting flagged like crazy. I think this is the new norm. That's why I don't care anymore. And I think that the Raiders, even the Raiders of old, got penalized up the ass, but we still win the game. That's all I care about. It's W. Forget the penalties as long as they're moving forward. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller, right from Indio, the Raider Ho is in the house. What's up, brother? Hey, Raider Nation. This is Raider Ho from Indio. As you can tell, I was screaming at that game versus the Chargers. We came out and made the smackdown on those guys. It was the best game that I've been to in a long, long time. Let me tell you something, Raider fans. You guys came out and showed your support. It was another home game for the Oakland Raiders and South Oakland, baby. It was epic. Let me tell you, Cooper... Rookie of the year, flat out. Nobody's touching his numbers. We got the Jets coming up. Let's lay the smack down on those guys. One thing I'd like to see a little bit more is we didn't score any touchdowns in the fourth quarter, and we let the Chargers get close, but it wasn't really close. 
I just want to see a little bit more foot down on their throats. Uh, would like to see two more touchdowns. But anyway, a victory is sweet in San Diego anytime, anywhere. Anyways, go Raiders. Love the show. Let's do this, Raider Nation. I'm out. From a great contingent of Raider fans there in the Coachella Valley, uh, my old stomping grounds tell you the truth. A great bunch of fans come up to that game every single season. Uh, the the Mecca, the whole area ignites in San Diego. It's great. The fan base is crazy. Uh, I know how fun it is, brother. Thanks for the call, man. And our next caller is Valley Rita. What's up, bro? Tell us. Hey, this is Valley Raider calling from Delano, California. Right now I'm calling live from work, and there's no better feeling going into work after a big Raider win and looking at the faces of Cowboy and 49er fans looking at me with a scowl, looking like Bill Cowher. Yesterday was a great, great game. We're showing off a little bit of what kind of players we have now with our Amari Cooper going over 100 yards. Derek Carr flashing his big arm, looking like a baby A-Rod, as James Jones used to say last year. And, well, just hoping that we continue on this path and hoping that we show a little bit of what we showed yesterday. Uh, next week against the New York Jets. And that's all I got to say right now. Go Raiders, and I'm out. I have got to laugh out freaking loud, bro. I, I totally know exactly what you're saying, and everybody else does too, regardless of the other fan base in the room. You know you got to have a smirk on your face when you beat a division rival like that, especially if you're somewhere in hostile territory. That's freaking priceless, bro. I love it. And next, from Jacksonville, Florida, Raider Punch is in the house. What's up, man? Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This Raider Punch coming out of Jacksonville, Florida. Hell yeah. Good fucking win. Good fucking win. Go Raiders. I'm out. There's the Raider Nation right there that was screaming that from the very get-go of this game. You got to be proud today, man. I think this is maybe a first, perhaps a second, but we have a, a Titans fan on the uh, the bone line. Titans Jared. Well, what What's happening, bro? You're a little off the reservation, man. What's up? Hey, Raider Greg, this is Titans Jared hollering at you from downstate Illinois. Look, we're big Tennessee Titans fans. Me and a couple of buddies, we travel down to Tennessee every year. We're looking forward to the matchup with the Raiders. We got tickets. We're ready to go. We're fired up. Hey, I just want to know if you're going to be there at Nissan Stadium in the parking lot. Look, we're going to be at Main Event Park and partying it up. Hey, if you're going to be there, Look, man, look out for us because we want to talk to you. We're looking for a good game. That's old school football. Hey, history shows Titans and the Raiders, man. That's one of those penalized games of the season. Every time we meet, man, Titans and Raiders, we fight it out. It's old school 
AFC football. Hey, we're excited about it. Raiders Nation, Greg, hey, this is Titans. Jared hollering at you. Good luck the rest of the season. We're looking forward to seeing you. Nissan Stadium. Good luck, brother. You know what? I'll tell you this. When Brandy and I went to see the Titans play the Raiders, and they kicked our ass, incidentally, that season, they were the nicest people ever. I got to tell you, Raider Nation, that the Titans were kicking our ass, and this lady behind me puts her hand on my shoulder and says, don't worry, son. Your team's going to be good someday. Don't you fret now. <laughs> and I wanted to tell her that if we were winning, I'd have turned around and said, in your face, just like we do. <laughs> but they were very nice, great fans. But no, we're not going to that game, although it'll be a lot of fun, and there will be a lot of Raider fans there. And good luck to you, too, because I think we're going to go in there and take care of business to be quite honest, bro, <laughs> quite honestly, I think we'll be able to take the Titans. Uh, I'm betting on it. Thanks for the call, though, brother. Maybe next time. You know, we have a fun time in Tennessee. There's no doubt about it. And our next caller from the OC, that'd be Orange County, California, that is. What's up, brother? Fellas, uh, Raider Ron from Orange County again here. Uh, I've missed the last couple of weeks in terms of getting a take in, but I had to get a take in this week after the game with San Diego in San Diego. Two things. One, go back and look at the film with Rodney Hudson. Go back and watch this man play the center position. I defy anyone to tell me that he is playing the center position any less well than anyone in the National Football League right now. He is playing the center position at such a high level. I would be astonished if the guy at the end of the day didn't make the Pro Bowl at that position. Every broken clock is right at least twice a day, and I will tell you, Veggie McKenzie has done a lot of bonehead uh, moves, made a lot of mistakes, and sometimes I've questioned his intellect, but let me tell you, whether this was a miss or luck, Rodney Hudson is one of the best players on that team. Again, go back and look at the, the block protection. Go out and look at the run blocking, the pass blocking. This man is a stud. Second thing, you, you really have to give it to what I believe to be good coaching. When the Raiders got up, that game was over in the second quarter and everyone knew it. When the Raiders got up like they did, a lot of the blogs and the Twitter um, uh, back and forth um, what was essentially that the Raiders, that they've got to keep the pedal down to the metal. You've got to keep going. Well, really, that's nonsense. And it's a long season. That game was well in the bag very early on. The last thing you want to do is have your best guys out there running as fast as they can, getting hurt when the game is already put away. I mean, the, the, the coaching staff did what they should have done. They put the game away. There's no way San, San Diego was ever coming back. There's no way. They, they did the improbable, which is, which is by getting as close as they did. That was the improbable. But there's no way they were coming back to win that game. But the Raiders staff did, the coaching staff did what it should have did and sat them the key guys that we need for the, the balance of the year. Last thing I'll say, uh, Raider Greg, before I get out of here, is uh, I'm one of those guys, and I've said it before, I'm not sold on Derek Carr. Um, Derek Carr is awful under pressure. 
Um, but Derek Carr had a good game, and I'm going to let him have this game because he did what he should do, which is he bought and worked for our respect in this game, and that's what he has to do. Until he does that on a consistent basis, I'm going to continue to be very critical of what he does and be very critical of him as a Raider and very critical of folks calling him our next savior at the quarterback position. But you have to give it to him. He came in. He kept his head down. He made the throws when he had to make the throws. He kept his uh, jersey clean. He did the good. He, he did a job that we expect him to do and that we're paying him to do. So hats off. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, I appreciate everything you guys do. This is an amazing podcast. And I have to say, you guys do it very well. The people who listen to this and call in are some of the top, most passionate fans I've ever heard across any sport. Please, fellas, keep it up. I'm going on right now to donate, and anyone who listens to this show needs to do the same. This is a great podcast, and it's something we all look forward to every week. Fellas, join me. Women, join me. Let's keep this thing on the air. Let's keep Raider Greg going. And with that, Raider Ron, Orange County, out. Well, thanks, Raider Ron. That's very, very cool. We appreciate the props. And certainly, uh, thank you for donating. And anybody who donates and helps out the podcast. But um, I I disagree with the not using our players to the utmost to win. I understand maybe at the very end of the game, maybe the last three or five minutes, that you want to back off and then just play loose. But not uh, a quarter of football. In a quarter of football, another team can come back and beat you. And I don't care <laughs> what statistic you want to use Sometimes when momentum changes, bro, that is the end of the game. When the other team gets a breath, sometimes it's over. You must put people away. And I mean put them away till the last three or four minutes of the game when they can't even think about coming back and they're not trying to. San Diego kept trying to. As long as a team still has backbone, you got to break it, man. You got to crack their back. So... That's what I think about that. Saving our players. Hey, it's a, a long season. They better get used to it. They're getting paid for it. And Derek Carr, I think, is showing who he is. He, his jersey might have been clean, but he took a lot of hits, and he does every game. I like him more every game. He could prove at the end of this season, without a doubt, that he is the man. I think he's going to do it. He's showing it so far. Uh, let's see what happens in the Jets game because that is going to truly show who he is. I appreciate the knowledge. Good call, bro. Uh, keep listening. I appreciate it. And our next caller from the Windy City of Chicago, Dark Star Mike. What's up, brother? Hey, what's up, Raider Greg? Uh... This is Dark Star Mike from the great city of Chicago, representing here in town. And I just got to say, I'm just so happy with this season so far. I mean, this is a really good team. And um, for the first time in a long time, you could say that uh, we're talented enough to beat anyone in the NFL. Anyone in the NFL. We can beat the Patriots. We can beat the Packers. Um, that's not something I've been able to say since 2002. And, uh, it's just, it's just so great. We have a great scene here in Chicago. A lot of great Raider fans coming out to the little Fort Tavern 
every weekend to just watch unless of course they're losing slightly to the bears then we're at soldiers field which is kind of a drag but uh, besides that you know i just gotta say cooper looks fucking awesome uh khalil mack is just brilliant Derek carr each game gets a little better matter of fact the whole team each game gets a little bit better and that's just so cool to see you know steady constant improvement you know we got the jets coming up at home uh, you know, I watched a little bit of that Jets-Patriots thing, and they're not that – they're certainly beatable, you know. Uh, we certainly have the talent to blow them out. And I'll tell you, the Steelers after that, they don't look that great either, you know. Uh, I'm pretty confident we can keep this thing rolling, you know. And I know that looked like a kind of a dark part of the schedule, but not so much anymore, you know. Uh, these are good days, Raider fans. Let's enjoy them. This is Dark Star Mike saying goodbye from Chicago. I must totally agree that the Raiders look like they could beat any team. And that's very refreshing for many seasons. We all know that was not the possibility. But this season, it looks like the coaching staff, as as evident to all of us, I believe, has really gone the extra mile, put these guys in a position to use their talents. We have a staff and players for the first time in over a decade. Go figure. Let's just see what they do. Thanks for the call, brother. Our next caller also out of the OC. Raider Woody's in the house. What's up, brother? Raider Randy, Raider Greg, Raider Nation. This is Raider Woody, straight out of OC. And, man, I still have a smile on my face from that fucking game, man. What a game to go to. And that was badass. Our Raider Nation showed up. Our team fucking came out for three quarters. Yeah, I know. We could have got that fourth quarter, man. I wish I would have scored another 20 points on it. I'd have Charter fans all sad in that stadium. But, man, I'm so fucking happy. That was an amazing game. And our defense stepped up. Everyone stepped up. Even the coaches. And, uh, you know, even the players after the game in their interviews, they said they wish they would have had the fourth quarter also. I like that, you know. It's a difference from... Uh, Dennis Allen, that fucking dumbass we had in sorry-ass interviews when he was just crying to our new coach now. And, you know, I'm looking – we got to get this next game. I'm looking forward to it. Go Raider Nation. Thanks for that. Bye. There's a sharp difference between Coach Allen and Coach Del Rio. And I think, um, well, <laughs> it's evident when Del Rio is on the field with his team uh, he he commands the team as Allen was commanded by the team. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller, Raider 916. What's up, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider 916. How about the Raiders whipping the Chargers' ass? I mean, the score didn't quite show at the end, but we whipped their ass. We ran all over them. We made them look like fools. It was awesome. Cooper played great. How about that blocking downfield by Hudson running 20 yards down and smashing the defender so Cooper could get that 52-yard touchdown run? That was awesome. The run game played better. The defense was playing lights out for the first three quarters until we went to the prevent. Clive Walford, oh, man, that guy looks like he is going to be a beast. Overall, I just could not have been happier with the outcome of this game. It was a great game to watch, super fun. 
now, now we can start possibly talking wild card. I think if we can win at least two out of the next three, hopefully beat the Steelers and beat the Jets this weekend coming up and shit, beat the Vikings too. After those three games, our schedule opens up a little bit and we have very winnable games coming up. I'm thinking if we get five more wins, we're a shoe in for the wild card. It's great seeing regular media outlets actually talking about the Raiders in their positive light. It's awesome. I love it. Derek Carr is on hit. I want to hear those car haters come out now. Well, he was like 26 of 31 or 24 of 31 for almost 300 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, throwing the ball with super accuracy. I've always liked him. Last season I had a few doubts just because of the situation he was thrown into, but he is growing. He is not having a sophomore slump. There's no sophomore slump here for Derek Carr. Well, you guys, once again, just keep putting this show out, please. I love the show. You guys do an awesome, awesome job. Um, On that note, let's kick some Jets ass this weekend. Go Raiders. This is Raider 916. I'm out. Carr did play lights out, and he's getting better. And I got to agree with that. And, you know, let's get to our offensive line. Your other brother from OC, uh, Raider Joe, mentioned this as well. Our offensive line is what has made this season possible. This The addition of this fine center has made it possible for us to protect our quarterback, run the ball. Everything we need to do is now solid because we have a line to make it happen. Carr has an opportunity to get the ball out, and he's accurate, and he's able to. We're able to run the ball because of our offensive line. And we can win. We can beat the Jets, and we certainly could beat the Steelers. We are a team on the rise, young players just getting together with a staff, mind you, which I think has got it. So let's just see them progress. I think we can beat the Jets as well. Let's beat them guys in the black hole. I love it. Thanks for the call, bro. And my next caller is my good brother, Rada Frank. I love this guy. What's up, Frank? Raider Greg, Randy, how you guys doing? So the Raiders are three and three. We beat a divisional opponent on the road. So why did this game piss me off? Because they played three quarters of great football, flying all over the place. Started out the game great, but that last quarter, come on, when are we going to put these teams away and just you know, not let them even get close. Are we that good a team already that they think that we're just going to, you know, um, not make any mistakes, penalties, or anything like that that will let these teams in? The way they were covering in that last quarter, I know the prevent defense, whatever, but come on. Everybody knew Danny Woodhead was going to get the ball. He was getting, you know, 10 yards of a crack almost, you know, this, that's, to me, that's not what inspires your team to do better. I think you need to go in there, put some pressure, put more pressure, 
and just stop on them. Don't even, don't even let them, you know, have a chance. They had two touchdowns in the last few minutes of the game that, yeah, we won, but still, I mean, let's, let's show what we can do. Let's open it up. Let's keep putting the pressure down on these guys. You know, whatever team may be, the Jets are coming in. They got a good defense. Uh, I, I'm going to say probably even better what the Broncos had. It's going to be tough. It's Patrick. He's, uh, he's messed us up a couple of times already himself when he was with Houston. So let's not take this next game lightly. I just want to see a complete four-quarter game. You know, we got our tight end involved. Wolford is finally doing something, you know, and maybe he stopped being um, the rookie and kind of woke up to what he can be. And, uh, again, let's put the hammer down on these guys for four quarters. Let's show what kind of team we can be and get it going. Later, Frank. Out. Exactly what I say. They need to put these people away. We that's not the we're not that team. We cannot let them come back in because I'll tell you many teams like I said blow it in the fourth quarter and you know these are those epic comebacks. We don't need it. We don't need a momentum switch. We don't need it. We're not that team. Thank you for the call Frank cuz I agree with you 100%. Last but never least, my very good brother Oscar Raider Wild. What's going on from down under? Good afternoon, Greg. It's Oscar, a.k.a. Raider Wild. I am checking in from sunny Southern California. This previous weekend, I was just down in Qualcomm. Uh, Me and you and Randy, we've all done the Qualcomm trips and we always have a fun time. Uh, This weekend, well, what a match. That was possibly the greatest match I've ever been in the house for. To be up at halftime at 37 to 6, or, or near halftime 37 to 6, to watch every player on that offense click after having a very vanilla offense the last couple of years, you know, where we're just oozing with talent. We've got Derek Carr, we've got Amari Cooper, we've got Latavius Murray. Um, even that Rodney Hudson guy who's throwing monster blocks, especially that one on that Amari Cooper touchdown. Uh, defense is looking great. Um, obviously, the Chargers did score a couple of points at the end, but that's the pre-defense via. You know, you play not to lose. Um, so, yeah, like I, I, I walked away with that just thinking that's the greatest Raider win I've ever been a part of to see. Okay, so this weekend I'm going to be driving up and I will be at the Jets game. Looking forward to catching up at the tailgate, the bad boys of barbecue. Uh, see all my friends that I've made over the years and hopefully with the Raiders can get a win over the, the gangrene. Um, I have a friend from Australia as well coming. He's a, a Jets fan, so hopefully uh, we can all go easy on him and then uh, beat him on the field. All right, Greg. Um, that's about it. I'm looking forward to catching up, and I'll see everyone on the weekend. Go Raiders. First off, it's going to be great to see you this weekend at the Jets game, bro, at the Bad Boys of Barbecue. I can't wait. It's been too long, 
and bringing your Jets friend friend uh, to be tortured is great. <laughs> you don't know. You know how it's going to be there anyway. Listen, what a victory for you to see, uh, to travel so far, to see so many games there were just heartbreaking experiences with the Skittles and uh, <laughs> Mr. Skittles, Mr. Purple Drink, Jamarcus Russell, all those years, man. Uh, you For coming, for being that kind of fan, you deserve that kind of performance. We all do. Uh, all the people who travel from all over the world to see these games and get disappointed over, I can't imagine, over the last decade. It's time Come back. The Raiders are worth coming to see. I think you're going to see another great contest here in Oakland. Thank you for the call and the support, brother. I can't wait to see you. Uh, Great call as well. I'm so glad you got to witness a great team doing great things. Well, that is it for the Raider Nation podcast for this week. Sorry it's a little late. My fault. I left my computer in a hotel (laughs) and had to have it shipped. There you go. Life happens between podcasts. What can I say? Yes, I'm a bonehead. The Raiders should beat the Jets this weekend. I'm counting on it in Oakland. I'm counting on it at the Black Hole. The crowd will be there. The house will be full. I expect the tarp that covers that deck will be lifted very shortly as the Raiders continue to dominate in these games and show who they are. Let's hope they have that game plan ready for the Jets. It's going to be a tough contest, but like I said last week, we can win this game. As you know, we can win this game. I am Raider Greg, and I am out.